Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's Gange. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. Big show as always. Got myself green on. I'm joined by a man who's trying to work out, however, will he find out what's going on in The Bachelor? If you can't get Australian news on Facebook, my co-captain, Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to, you know, boys, girls, listenership, millions, etc. Well, kids, millions, I but we know what's Yeah, on. I don't want to do the spiel because The Bachelorette is too important. So Too important. No access. It's news, Damo. It's news. So that, 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 that brings up an interesting question. So, like, a little bit of background for people. I'm welcome to the show, by the way. Yeah. So, a couple of days ago, there's, there's some strange things happening down here, as the song goes. Mm-hmm. And a couple of days ago... Uh, Facebook decided that there's a whole backstory. I don't know how much we're going to get into it. Let's get into it fully, man, because we've got nothing in the rundown. All right. And I know this is the kind of topic that would normally fit into the Daily Boogie, but hmm. I want to talk about it. Oh, really? Because, fired up. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit fired up, and for some reason, I'm on Zuckerberg's side. Well, here's the thing, right? I don't disagree because um, – so here's like so basically Facebook came out and said, all right, Australians aren't allowed to share news links on Facebook anymore. And mm-hmm. this is being portrayed as it's being portrayed a certain way depending on like which direction you're looking at it from. So yeah. um not that long ago, the government this has been in talks for fucking ages. The government's been talking about uh, making it a rule, like a law that Google has to pay royalties to media companies yeah. like, say, Seven West or Murdoch Press or Murdoch anybody Press, else. Yeah. Well, they, see, that's the thing, though. They're not the only ones. but um, Not the only one, but what I'm saying is, you know, a bunch of fat, rich pricks <laughs> who already get plenty of cash, yeah. they're like, well, hang on, we need to pass some legislation to make sure the fat, rich pricks yeah. get a little bit more cash in their pocket yep. out of the Facebook dime. That's interesting because you and I haven't spoken about this and I'm pretty much on the same thing. And I would even go one step further than that and say, like, in mm-hmm. my opinion, it, it, I, I fear that it's going to end up as a situation where only big players and only corporate media giants are able to share links on things like Facebook, Google and whatnot. And if you run like a small independent media operation or whatever, you're just bought out of the market. Like you can't afford to sign a deal or whatever. So you won't be able to, you know what I mean? Because these big corporations have a way yeah. of getting fucking, uh, getting on the good side of these things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you yeah. know, they've, they've signed like a deal with Seven West. So does that mean every time Google uses a Seven West link, Seven West gets paid? So they're just, they're losing ratings and shit, Green. They're losing eyeballs. They're losing ratings. They're losing subscriptions. They're losing yeah. a lot because there's too much choice on the internet. There's too many places for people to go. And now mm-hmm. this this is the government working arm in arm with these major media corporations to funnel cash back into their coffers. Yeah. And, you know. It's, we're, we're missing out on a bit of the skim. Yeah. Got to find a way to make some rules to get the cash back in our pockets. Get a little cream people off the are like, top. hey, man. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? I have to subscribe and pay a subscription to, to read your bullshit fucking article on Daily Telegraph. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, we need to find a way to make make sure we get the cash back in our in Rupert's pocket. Yep. So But credit I want to give a fucking quick a nice Gary to Facebook. Absolutely. Because nice they've said, well, hang on a sec. Let me get this right. And correct me if I'm wrong with with my facts here, sir. Mm-hmm. Facebook's basically been told, we want you to fucking pay some cash 
for people to post shit on your site. Correct. And Facebook's basically gone, well, hang on, well, how about we just don't post it because we don't want to pay the bill. It's yep. kind of like someone rocking up to your place and going, yeah. look, I'm going to br- – like, uh, you're coming over my joint next week, right? Mm-hmm. And if you called me uh, in a week in advance going, look, Greeno, I'm going to bring over some fucking juicy T-bones, sir. Yeah. I'm gonna bring, we're going to eat the juicy T-bones together. I'm going to bring a case. It's going to be that Japanese Wagyu grain-fed shit Wagyu where the, there's more fed, marbling right? than flesh in that motherfucker. Yeah. Two Spot inches on. thick. And, uh, yep. I'm being a bottle of Cristal. Yes. I've got the Wagyu beef. It's going to be a hell of a uh, night. Got, Looking forward it's gonna to it. It's going to be a hell of a night. But here's the thing, Greeno. I know, I know, I'm bringing it to your place, uh-huh. and you, we're going to eat it together. Mm. But I want you to pay for those steaks. Now it's your choice to bring the steaks over. Well, well why should I have to pay for the steaks? Very good point, sir. That's my point. <laughs> so Facebook's going, well, fuck that. I'm not fucking. I'm not. I'm not paying for the steaks. No. I'm not paying for the steaks. I'm not paying for the wagon. I'm not paying for the tomahawks. I'm not paying for the no, fillet mignons, because, mate. Don't don't rack anything up on a bill. Because because like you're basically you're not eating just the steak. Mm. You're eating three of those steaks because I've come, you've come over to my joint. Yeah. Because we've got double steaks here. Uh-huh. It's a, it's a double steak thing. Everyone brings the steaks, but you eat three steaks. Yep. Because you're bringing the steak to my joint. Yep. They've decided to go with that, and Facebook's like, "Well, I don't want to pay for I don't want to pay for one steak, considering you're getting the worth of three steaks both coming to my joint." That's it. You can't. I mean, you can't blame them. You can't blame them. Yeah. How about I just don't pay for the steak and let's let's move on. Yeah. And the world has lost their mind. And when I say the world's lost their mind, Hmm. what I'm saying is the Australian media's lost their mind because in the space of one day, they got fucking billions of clicks less. Oh yeah. Because they weren't allowed to paste their shit on Facebook. Oh yeah. Because that's the thing that the media isn't really talking about that much. The way they're Mm -hmm. portraying it is like evil Facebook is denying, um, you know, fair public information, public information. They're withholding information. Democracy dies in darkness. They're withholding, mm-hmm. like, you know, somebody else's justified. Basically, they're copywriting. They're putting, they're applying a copyright system to links and news articles, which should mm-hmm. concern people. And I, yeah. if it doesn't concern you, then that concerns me, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So if that's the argument they're going with, but you're 100% right. It's the fact, like, they're holding, they're holding them to ransom. And Facebook has just called their bluff and said, okay then nobody gets a link on Facebook. And then in the space of one day, can you imagine the people who do like sales for advertising and shit today, Mm -hmm. what they were going through? How many calls were they getting from uh, advertisers who have fucking contracts that their shit's going to show up on Facebook like a certain amount of times and stuff? How many calls were they taking that they go, you motherfuckers, this is fucking bullshit. You need to fix this or you're giving us our money back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Money that's probably already been spent. So, already spent, already paid, and in a very like grey economic environment. Yeah, um, fuck yeah. So fucking it, it, good on them. Like, it's it's strange. It's strange to praise Facebook, but this is the thing. Like Greeno and I, neither of us like Facebook. Neither of us are even on Facebook. We don't None even fucking it. use it. But this and we is the never thing. agree we on it. anything. <laughs> exactly. We hate Facebook. So for us to be fra- uh, praising Facebook on this, it, it it's fucking that bad. You know, it's that crazy. I don't want it's to do unbelievable. it. <laughs> and it. And it was the media outrage yesterday that cracked me up the most that I was just like, yeah. really, I don't think you fully understand the situation, right? Well, they understand it, but they're portraying it to the, the Australian public of, oh, you're being withheld information. Correct me if I'm wrong, Damo. Yeah. There are, you know, crazy notion. Mm. There are websites that have news, right? <laughs> That's, yeah. Oh, yeah, there is. But 
yeah. you know, but that's the thing. Like, I know you're not saying this. People say a lot, right? Of who mm. gives a fuck about Facebook? It doesn't matter. And I, the thing is, I wish that were true, but it's not. Mm. Like, statistically, right? Facebook is the largest news aggregator on planet Earth. An aggregator being Ooh. a place where links to news items are posted. You know what I mean? Yeah. The biggest one on Earth. So if you don't, if you as, as like a an Australian media outlet, corporate media outlet, who's sold, who's got contracts and sold fucking advertising and all of this fucking shit, a lot of money yeah. invested in this wash. If you, if mm-hmm. you lose access to the largest news aggregator on planet Earth in overnight, you're fucked. Yeah. Like that, they yeah. they have. It's basically now they know how people who like lose their like ten thousand follower Twitter account or a little YouTube channel or something like. Just say you got like ten thousand subs on YouTube and they zap mm-hmm. your channel because somebody finds it offensive or something. That it's like, and it's these fucking journalist types were like, oh good, I'm glad they banned the offensive people off the internet. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what are these what are these uncouth heathens doing mixing with us blue check marks anyway? You know what I mean? It's that kind of vibe to them. So this mm. is effectively right. The Facebook has, you know, they've fucking cancelled their accounts <laughs> just yeah. overnight. They're like, oh my god, I can't log on. This is the end of democracy, and it's like, oh come on, take it in your stride, like you ask everybody else to do. You fucks. Yeah. So it <laughs> turns out probably not the smartest idea to threaten uh, Facebook, <laughs> threat, threat, threaten your biggest motor by by trying to charge them for something that makes you money. Right. And I might want to rethink that strategy. Imagine like <laughs> a imagine like a little fucking irrelevant like Facebook is Facebook is worth more than most countries on earth. You know what I mean? So imagine like this little fucking executive, this little weasel Australian television executive walking in to like a Facebook executive's office, like slamming their fist on the desk. We will not stand for this. And the Facebook guy's looking at him going, really? No, <laughs> like, Damo, okay. Damo, they bought they bought in the big guns. Yeah. Josh Frydenberg spoke to uh, Zuckerberg Josh yesterday. Josh Frydenberg. Now, so Josh Frydenberg makes a lot of sense a lot of the time, but I don't know what they're thinking with this. Well, I know what they're yeah. thinking. They're thinking, mm. we, you know, we're helping out, and that's the thing. And hey, here's a little news flash, by the way, for people who you know, if you believe in one side of politics to the point where you believe that that side can do no wrong, here's a little mm-hmm. news flash for you. conservative government. <laughs> okay, yeah. conservative government. So you know, that's I don't know what to tell you, man. Conservative government, you know, working hand in glove with corporate media to yeah. you know funnel internet to funnel you know, eyeballs and shit to their platforms, which would otherwise mm. be going elsewhere. So whatever. Exactly. Whatever. Uh, good news, no, Damo. Good news. I, I've, I've checked in. I spoke to Zuckerberg myself this afternoon. Did you really? Did you put a call in? I did. <laughs> I, I said, look, I need to get, I need to get I, the I'm surprised he called you back. He's a very nice guy, apparently. We love Zuck here on this show. We love Facebook right now. We've always been fans of Facebook. So Zuckerberg, you know, we, we will always take Mark Zuckerberg's side should it come to some kind of disagreement, some kind of some kind of problem with the government. Zuck's a great guy. No, I, Whoa. Hey. 100%. 100%. Uh, so, still got me? Yeah, yeah, got you. Just like, you were like, for like a couple of seconds. I'm like, wow. Okay. That's what I heard on the back end. It's all good. All right. um, after after he'd spoken to Josh, he was like, look, I need to fucking have a proper conversation. He, he, yeah, I called him. He's like, I'm like, mm. Mark, let's fucking scan a brass taxi. Sit this um, down. Talk it out, Greeno. Talk it out. Talk it out. Now, the news media, I don't care. I just want to check the the cat videos that hacked our account before we shut it down. They still good to go. And he promised me, still good to go. And I'm a sucker for the classics too, Josh. So if you could throw monkey pissing in its own mouth on the list as well. Yeah. Make sure that that's on there. 
<laughs> so if anyone's worried, you know, you, you might not be able to access news anymore, but crazy cat videos everywhere still good still good to go think about uh, this like, think about this greeno now there's more room for the instagram thoughts ooh, you, know, you know the makeup thoughts yeah. and the fucking here's my new purse unboxing thoughts there's now there's uh, yeah. like there's clear airspace now to launch all of Disgust. these missiles yeah maybe we should get back on facebook Damo. maybe we're gonna market <laughs> you reckon now's the time like so while all the corporate heavyweights are taken out, it's like, hey, starting block media. This is block time <laughs> because because Mark's going to look at loyalty, sir, right. and if he sees we're still sticking around during it, not just sticking around, jumping in mm. in in a time of turmoil, filling the void, you filling that. the breach, like, <laughs> all heads to the pump to save Facebook. Exactly, hundred percent. We're going to get on board. We're nothing on oh, nothing Gary. other than Facebook now. Yeah, we <laughs> love we love Facebook. I'll set up a Facebook Live account. And we'll call it. You know, we'll we'll call the show next week. We love Facebook and we're here to stay, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, hundred percent. And then Mark will notice. Good. Mark will notice us, and he'll oh, say, no, "Get yeah. these boys and bring them in. Bring them in. Bring them in. Yeah, let's let's get them up on an account. We'll be it's good time to go. To come in, boys. <laughs> You've got a big future. <laughs> That's it. Uh, other big news this week in Damo. It's been a bit a bit of a scandal in uh, federal parliament this week, Damo. Really? And uh, I, I just want to double check something with you. Now, mm. uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, you have zero kids, correct? Correct. You have zero daughters, correct? Correct. Now, if I said to you, do you think rape is okay or not okay? <laughs> Which way are you going, sir? Oh, who do you think I am? Fucking Mike Cernovich or something. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of a question is that? <laughs> I just want to double check because uh, apparently our prime I minister... Mean, are, we talking, are we talking like in a prison guard situation or... Like just average now we're talking regular workplace rape, sir. Work, just average everyday workplace rape. Everyday, right. nothing, nothing no, untoward, nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing. Just no, run of the mill. Prison soap dropping. No, no, just standard yeah. uh, run of the mill rape. Run of now the mill. you understand that is incorrect. That's, that's wrong, right? Is it right? It's a crime. I would imagine it's some kind of crime. Excellent, because apparently our prime minister needs to be told by his wife that if <laughs> you need to consider. Uh, rape as if it was done to your own daughter to work out what to happen with what's going on in parliament right. and alleged rape crimes there. Now, I just want to double check because mm. the, the, the rule seems to be with, with ScoMo, unless he can rate it to himself, he's not too sure whether what's right or wrong. Empathy, Damo. <laughs> we should look at what it means and see how he goes. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's the thing with those, with the thing with these kinds of situations, though, is there is no right answer because like regardless of what he does it doesn't matter what he says because if he comes out and says you know if he has empathy and compassion and all of that stuff the problem is they'll say that it's not genuine and they'll say oh mm. he's acting he doesn't really mean it he doesn't really care so it doesn't really i mean look at like um who was the fucking loser the, the last labor opposition leader bill shorten bill shorten bill Short. yeah so remember he had he had to fight off like the rapist meme for like 10 years that mm. and you know what i mean so because somebody alleged it uh, against him and there was I don't know if there was a I don't think there was a court case but there was some kind of legal to and fro allegations correct yeah yeah so but and because of that like he had to you know fight off the you know people were calling him a rapist everywhere he went where he wasn't popular for years because of that so I mean that it's that's what I'm saying it doesn't really unfortunately in those kinds of scenarios it doesn't really matter so um you know what you do it's just it's going to have to play itself out you know what i mean there's nothing it's it's one of those things in politics i think where it's like just fucking hang on <laughs> hang on and see if yeah. you can still be at on the ship 
by the end of the ride. You know what it's I gonna mean? Be an, it's going to be a wild ride, uh, especially well, when you, you, really you about it for a year and then pretended you only knew about it a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. <laughs> I, like, is it is it though? Because like as harsh as this sounds, and I'm not meaning it to sound harsh, how many can you think like over the last five years or ten years? Th- like honestly, how many like rape allegations do you think you've heard against politicians? I reckon I've heard upwards of fifty. See, I don't pay much attention because I don't have Facebook data, right. so I don't have access so, to news anymore. Right. So what I'm telling you is, right, I reckon I can think of more than 50. And, like, you know, I, I'm not saying this is a good thing or a bad thing, just going off recent history. The trend mm. is most of them, like, are news for a little bit and then, you know, people move on. Like, as, pay, as pay, harsh pay as that sounds. Pay off who they need to pay off and yeah, move yeah. on. Uh, well, yeah. oh, if that, if that, well, that's the thing. You, if they're paying people off, that might be some of them. Some of them might, you know, be making false allegations. You don't know. Some uh, might be threatened and removed. Some some people make some people make allegations. Well, mm. but hang on, Greener. Some people make allegations like thirty years after the supposed event. Mm. So you know, uh, in those cases, if it's oh oh they got paid off or something like that, that's a little harder to believe. But I mean, that's the thing, right? All I'm saying is, when these allegations come out, true or otherwise, it doesn't matter. It has the same effect, unfortunately you know, for people involved, it, it's, a, it's mm. a news item for a little while and then it, it will go away again. Because yeah, like I said, sad. I've seen 50 of them over the last five years. So Sadly, that's know. the case. And they get resolved in ways maybe not up to justice and other ones that are in line with what actually happened. It is funny um, though, Scotty trying to, like Scotty trying to take like the, not the hard stance, but at least the one to try and like distance himself from it. And then he ends oh, you gotta up. you got to throw people under the bus. <laughs> but then he ends up being like, you know, emasculated by his wife, like a public lecturing, you know, to, mm. to, for the wife to be like on public record, you know, kind of talking about he needed to be reminded by his wife and stuff. Da, 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 da. That's the equivalent, I think, of like your wife screaming at you in a, in a busy shopping mall <laughs> and everyone like just stops walking and looks at her screaming at you. You fucking idiot. What did you park there for? Da, 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 da. Just eviscerating you publicly. Mm. It's a similar kind of vibe. Just a tad. For poor Just old a tad. But again, like I said, in a few months, pfft, nobody will be wait, talking about it. Wait and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Damo, speaking of crimes, uh, we, we've been, uh, we're very serious about copyright here on this show. We Are get we? reminded by Iran and Cuba about our stealing of the Bosom Buddy song week in, week out on our YouTube account. Oh. Uh, but, but this week, oh, I, was, I was astounded. We've, we've been big, big supporters mm. of Holy Moly over the last couple of weeks on this show. Yes, we have. And, and and not just, you know, uh, giving it a mention here or there. We've been big fucking pom-pom wavers. We've, well, you've, I, been, you've been big pom-pom waver. I've been the guy that's listening to the, the, the description of the show who hasn't actually seen it yet. You know what I mean? So, like, you've been the one that's, like, carried this segment now. I can't believe uh, we're doing the segment again, but yet here we three. are. It's three week weeks three. in a row. Three weeks of holy moly. I was worried I was going to have no holy moly content this week, but oh, fucking. That would have been terrible. Uh, thankfully, the weekly stole our gags, yeah. and we had to point it out because they decided <laughs> to bring in the big guns, Damo. We 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 have uh, who did we have? We had fucking. What's the matter, you? Hey, got it in no what respect. Is, uh, Joe Dolce. Ah, uh, we had, we had Joe Dolce on the show the other week. Yeah, and uh, he was weekly, on the show the other week. <laughs> We played his song. Well, we asked him, years ago. That's better. We asked him on. He came on. He yeah. came into the studio, Greener. Yeah, hundred percent. He got an it Uber. Was, <laughs> he, got, he got an Uber, and we didn't pay for it. He yeah. had to wear a mask. We went uh, halves. We went halves on the Uber. We said, fare. "Look, I tell you what. Claim is a tax deduction, Joe. <laughs> like, 
work-related expenses. Put it under other. Don't put it under travel. It'll look awkward. And um, yeah, and, and in, in the green room, he was treated to some leftover pizza slices and a cup of Fanta. Yeah. <laughs> Red Fanta, yeah. though. Not Red orange. Fanta. Special. Yeah, because out of date. Special um, occasion. Non-fizzy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the weekly is, so look, we're going to steal the fucking block scags. And if we're going to top Joel jo Doce, yeah. we need to bring in Margaret Pomerantz. Now, now for now, now, our American yes. listeners... Uh, Margaret Pomerantz, think of uh, who are the two uh, famous movie reviewers that used to be on American TV? Uh, Siskel and Ebert. Ah, right. Okay. Think of Siskel and Ebert, but it's uh, an old lady and a dude with a beard. That's dude, fucking Australian. Was the American the one? Was. was the American one also called the movie show? Mm, I think it was called Siskel and Ebert. Ah, uh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But we call it a movie show. We've got Margaret Pomerantz. We've got David Stratton. And they're kind of cult legends in Australia. Yeah, they've been on, on basically the smallest network on free-to-air Australian TV, SBS. They've been on that forever. And they mm -hmm. used to, like, just do movie reviews of, like, uh, SBS films. So basically tits and badge. Yeah. Uh, but then they moved into regular films. And now they do bits of comedy. Yeah. Now, the Weeklies brought them on to do holy moly gags. And they would... Give us a listen, Damo, and tell me if it sounds a bit similar to the gags we did on our show a couple of weeks ago. Good evening. I'm Margaret Pomerantz. Now, every so often a program comes along that transcends television oh, effortlessly. Greeno. Greeno. Now, like I said, I didn't I didn't say any of this. So this is Greeno no. making this is Greeno making this accusation. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm only joking. No, I, I back him up 100% because if I'm not mistaken, Greeno, did you not say that it's transcendent? Is that, that, is that a word that you would have used to describe Holy Moly? I believe I used the phrase a triumph of, of television. Uh, television. A triumph of television. Capturing our hopes and dreams, Greeno. Dreams. It's in the realm of triumph of television, Damo. <laughs> finding a reason to live. And I am, of course, speaking of Holy Moly. This is Holy Moly program that posits the question what would happen if people playing putt-putt got bashed by stuff he's on top oh that caught him right in the eggs but the show is so much more than highbrow humor and people getting attacked by radicalized portaloos holy moly is a Guillermo del Toro-esque flight of the imagination, <laughs> awe-inspiring creatures, and a mythical lift. I fucking love Margaret Proverance, man. This is amazing that she fucking it's so good. This. <laughs> do you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of, do you remember when, oh, what's her name? Lee Lin. Uh, Lee Lin Pin. Yeah, when she did the lamb ad. <laughs> and, yeah. and remember a whole bunch of people fucking lost their minds over it, like the vegans and shit? Mm. And like they were like, oh my god, how can you support the murder of animals? And even she, like this, you know, I mean, she's a, a little Asian lady who reads the news on one of the taxpayer-funded uh, networks. Uh, yeah. She's a sweet thing. She wears bold frame glasses. You know what I mean? Even very she, stereotypical Asian lady, beautiful right. lady. And, and even she at that time, who I'm sure she's very sympathetic, like just wants people to have their views and stuff. Well, if you're a vegan, you're a vegan. That's wonderful. Whatever, you know. Mm. Even back then, I remember her like, you know, oh, please, come on. Are you fucking serious? You know, like it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just a little bit of fun. Just fucking relax. Yes. Yeah. But this, this yeah. is brilliant. That, this reminds me of that. Hithery beast known as Greg Norman. Dad used to say I was born with a does really, in my does, hand. Does, Glenn, uh, does Greg sit there in the Hugh Hefner style fucking... The whole series. It's, it's unbelievable. He's, he's dressed you. like Gr Hugh Hefner. 
He is triumphant. Oh, with a dick like that, you can. Uh, it's a triumph of television. I told you. Right. He's got the little, he's got the duck next to him there, Greeno. The little. He's got the little duck. All he needs is a, a pipe. You, you ever smoked a pipe, like just a regular tobacco pipe in your day? Oh, uh, yeah. A handful of times, I think. Like I've yeah. had a, I've had a go when somebody else has had one and they've said, here, try had this. A pipe. Yeah. Right. I feel like the shark needs a pipe here. That's all I'm saying. Definitely a pipe. But like he should be holding like I know it's going to be very stereotypical, but a balloon glass with cognac or something. A hundred percent, a bit of uh, ladies' man cavassier, if yeah. you will. <laughs> cavassier. Yeah. I am looking at a half-empty bottle of cavassier yeah. cognac, which means we are almost out of time. Appreciating for my mother. Was your father a meat burglar? Because it looks like somebody stole two fine hams and shoved them down the back of your dress. <laughs> I've slept Thank with everybody from the lowliest bus station skanks, the highest, classiest, most top of the line bus show skanks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get us started on fucking ladies' mad because that's that movie, it. Show's over. <laughs> that is a fucking triumph of, of movies. That movie gets no it's fucking credit. It's cinematic wonder. It's cinematic, cinematic wonder. Yeah. I go, I go Godfather 2, yeah. ladies' man. Are you a Godfather 2 guy as well? Oh, not really. I was just trying to think uh, of ones that are well-renowned. Uh, well, uh, uh, well, no, hang on. Think about it. Are you a Godfather 1 or 2 guy? Oh, I prefer number one personally. Really? Oh, man. I, 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 just, I just enjoyed the the story more in number one. Number two kind of dragged on a little bit. I like the flashbacks. Yeah. I, I like De Niro's good. But I don't know, number one, it's just kind of like, I don't know, it established the characters and the transformation of Michael I, I liked in number one. Sure. Which more than number two. Yeah, I like number two because I'm a, you know, I'm a sucker for context, Greeno. I like a good yeah. presentation of context. So I, yeah. I, I do. I've been meaning to message you. I know it's fucking off air stuff, but we'll get back to Margaret Pomerantz and Holly Molly in a minute. Please. You got to check out a show on Netflix called Kingdom. Kingdom. You ever seen that show? No. It's, it's, it's only been on a couple of months, uh, but it's it's an old show. I, I bought the DVD like five years back. It's about mixed martial arts and a gym behind it. Uh. Now, it's obviously a drama. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Oh, God, a wrong. drama as well? Oh. It sounds it's like a drama, but you would love it because every character and every storyline is the opposite of a cliche. It's fucking so good. And have, like, I, I sat there and binged it for like a week. Okay. It's so fucked up and it's so bad that I was shocked by every development. Right. And I'm like, you know who'd like the show? Fucking Damo would love this show. All right. Because you know how you hate you hate fucking cliches in movies, right? Yes. You hate cliches in TV. You hate cheesiness. Well, this show no, is no, the no, no, that's not necessarily true. Like my, like I, all I tend to do now, if I want to watch a movie now, I just rewatch one of the Marvel movies because it's kind of mindless comic book. You know, it's just like a bit of action, a bit of lighthearted yeah. humor. You know, it's just like very easy viewing. That's the kind of shit that I like to watch in a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, this, this is a movie. This is a TV show, right. but. The, the thing I like about this, like, I, I like performance, right? So I like characters that I have to look up interviews with the actors to prove they're not their character. Right. Now, there's two characters in this show that I had to look up both of the actors because I'm like, well, this dude's obviously fucking retarded and this dude's obviously a crackhead. And they're not, obviously. Hmm. But the performances are so believable that I'm like, wow, I cannot believe this is done by an actor. Okay. Um, well, how about this? Like, speaking of performances, so I'll put it on the list. Kingdom, right? Kingdom. Mm -hmm. All right. So speaking of performances, how about this? Because you've been talking about, like, holy moly for the last few weeks. And then we watch Margaret yeah, but, yeah, this, is, this is fucking legitimate. This is a legitimate recommendation. Of I, I get you that. All right. <laughs> I, well, so I'm, I'm going to start listening to your recommendations now is what I'm saying. Because, Don't watch Holy Moly then. Well, I decided <laughs> I've never seen it, so why not pull one up? 
so I've, I've, I haven't watched this clip. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen here. Greeno's been talking about the show. Margaret Pomerantz says it's, you know, transcendent. It's transcendently good. <laughs> did, did you get the Joel Dolce clip? Uh, no, I didn't get Joe Dolce. I just went to nah. someone. I went to a random spot on the video. Nah. Okay, so let's have a look. at. Let's see what all the fuss is about. Let's see what Greeno's so excited about. Let's, let's get to an ad break after this bit. Okay. <laughs> I'm Brad, I'm 26, I'm from the Sunshine Coast and I work at the hospital. During the day I've got to wear pretty um, serious clothes at work but then come night time Big Sexy comes out. I'm Big Sexy and my pot is Little Sexy. <laughs> I've chosen to wear my budgies because they're my favourite item of clothing. I just wear them everywhere I go and love them. <laughs> Look at the, like, the, the, see the fucking standing there in the underwear is one thing, right? But yeah. this is probably my favourite shot here, like with the giraffe behind him. Like, behind you know? him. <laughs> and trying to do a serious interview simultaneously. Exactly. Because look at the camera position. You would never normally put like somebody's head that low in the field of view of the camera. You know what I mean? Like he's mm. with all that space above the top of their head, <laughs> like the fucking yeah. giraffes in there. <laughs> Right. I've always loved my mini golf. It probably started when I was about five. My pop Are you fucking kids? Is... They tell stories about mini golf. Let's see the actual contest. All right. Well, that's, that's no fun. We need Joe Dolce, sir. Okay. Bradley's ball. She's on the green and not too far away from the hole. She makes the lead. Oh. She's on. She is on. She stuck that. And she goes over to Satin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, oh. she's over. She's over. Come on, take a spill. First. <laughs> he's big sexy, Greta. <laughs> oh, he's fucking, he's fucking terrible, big sexy. He's so, no good. He's this, no good. So this is what it's all about. <laughs> this is what it's all about, but you're missing the highlight, Damo. Yeah. Joe Dolce. Joe Dolce. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. 
Enjoy the joy of Pessie. Less than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Hey, Brett. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, Riggle. As a kid, aggro, he was a superstar. He still is. He's made it on to Holy Moly. Agro doing his job tonight, bringing the heat. Stank. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, so good. And that's a nice pause there as well. That's a beautiful that's pause. Fantastic. Rob, Rob Riggle, go. he's doing well. Ah, uh, Damo, where the fuck am I up to? Oh, uh, I don't even saw these. It's a lot of allegations this week. Uh, about you? Are you a big fan of Buffy as a kid? Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I was actually. Great fucking yeah, show. Yeah, me too, man. Love that show. Fucking, I thought I thought we'd be on different fucking realms here, but I love that show. Sarah, so the good. one with Sarah Michelle Gellar, David Boronaz, and uh, yeah. all of the other cats, all the other all crew. The other cats. You had Willow. Uh, you had yeah. Faith in there, Greeno. Yeah, 100%. Great program. You had, the, um, you had the old dude, the professor with the glasses. Giles. Yeah. You had this weird, um, like, kind of like, Billy Idol-ish punk rock kind of vampire spike, spike that's <laughs> yeah, unbelievable nice, program. See for the kids out there that predates even because then there was this other show that came out a bit after that one, Greener called True Blood, mm. which was another kind of teen vampire romp. Like bit Buffy more, was a bit more risque though. True Blood wasn't it a bit more deep. Oh yeah, yeah. There was tits Blood, and everything yeah. in in yeah. True Blood. But that was like 10 years late. I think that reflects, though, like how things changed in that 10 years, like from the end of one to the beginning of the other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just just how far people were pushing the envelope by the time the next show came out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it's like, well, we're seeing what Buffy can do. What, where can we take it? Right. Yeah. So Buffy Tits Buffy it. was the Buffy was the teen vampire show when we were teenagers, young people mm-hmm. out there, young people. What was before That's us? What... Was there, a, I guess, Dracula <laughs> for the... Yeah, that's all they had. I want to suck your blood. Yeah, that kind of yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Ducula Yeah, Bella Lugosi. Yeah. Uh, like old school. I guess that's a big gap. Yeah, huge. No, gap. we would have had. Uh, sorry, no, we would have had interview with a vampire before Buffy. And if, no, that was still our generation. I'm claiming that one. Before that, that was like '92, and yeah. then Buffy was like '98. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I'm still claiming it. I'm still because I love that movie. So that's ours. It's still you can't, you can't have it. Yeah. You can't have Cruise it. Cruise Pit. Uh, it was Anna Paquin was the young girl in that one off memory. No, Kirsten Dunst. Oh, was it Kirsten Dunst, was it? There we it go. Kirsten Dunst. Correct. There you go. You win the Frozen Chook this week. Oh, nice. Um, nice, Gary. So uh, part of the, the Me Too movement is obviously people coming forward with uh, the fact that, you know, who would have thought, Hollywood's a bit of a fucking cesspool, Damo. Yeah. Crazy notion. I know. It's not like, you know, quotes from, uh, what was Marilyn Monroe around? 1960s? Mm. Yeah, 1960s, I'm guessing. 50s, yeah. Where when she signed her million-dollar contract with either Warner Brothers or Paramount, she said, well, it's the last time I've had to get on my knees to get a job. (laughs) Um, Kind of gives quotes to (laughs) the fact that, you know, the casting couch has been a long part of Hollywood. And 
bullying nature of Hollywood producers and people in power. Yep. And this week it was. Uh, well, the, I mean, the you know, take the obvious, take the obvious example. Just sorry to cut you off, Greeno. Of you know, recent years, your Harvey Weinstein, Greeno. Mm-hmm. Now that's the most recent one. But I, I've, heard, one, yeah. I've heard an argument, and I struggle to, I struggle to, um, you know, counter it because I think it's a pretty mm-hmm. good argument. And just forget about, you know, when we were talking about is rape good or not or right or not. I don't think we were asking if it was good or not. If, if it's no, we're just right, double-checking. If it's okay just double-checking. As someone who doesn't have a daughter, do you do you know that rape's wrong? I just want right. to double-check. So, like, yeah. I don't have a daughter, but I do watch movies, Greeno. Mm. And there is an argument floating around out there that maybe it would have just been better to let Harvey Weinstein continue on because since he's been gone, the movies have been fucking shit. <laughs> have you heard this argument, Greeno? I haven't heard this argument. There was also a little thing I mean, called the pandemic. No, no, yeah. no. This was this predated the pandemic. It was already to be honest. <laughs> movies have been shit for a long while, so it's, yeah. it doesn't make much of a difference whether he sit there. Maybe and, uh, we should have. Maybe we should have given him more women to rape. More license, you reckon? Maybe he would have been better at his job. My, my, films, well, don't yeah. you think that they were doing more raping stuff in like the seventies and the sixties than they are now? Uh, yeah, probably. probably. And weren't movies better back then? Like, think of Dirty Harry's Greeno. Wouldn't you that's like to see another? Yeah. So that's the key that's that right. unlocks creativity. We need to get, we need to be, you know, delivering truckloads of young, impressionable women to Hollywood producers mm. every day. Yeah. Saying less remakes, less reboots, more rape. More rape. <laughs> we'll fix Hollywood. Nice, Gary. Ah, Charisma Carpenter. We're going to lose our count on something today. Oh, Do you no reckon doubt. we'll be able to play <laughs> no. this on Facebook? <laughs> There's no chances of being allowed to go to air ever. Does it count as news? <laughs> We're covering news here, though. We are covering yeah, news. Debatable. Yeah. Debatable. Um, Charisma Carpenter, who, who was in Buffy for and both Buffy and Angel, mm-hmm. and of course, two series, well, talked about how she was she was emotionally abused by the creator of the series, Josh Whedon, uh-huh. um, who created a bunch of different shows over the course of the years, and have had a few different allegations made against him. She chose to come out after another actor uh, for a different program a couple of years back made similar allegations against him. Right, and she so didn't then, really the, what, do. She didn't really do anything after Buffy, though, did she? She was in one other show, I think, called was it called Charisma, or something no, like that. Uh, no, I actually don't know what she did after Buffy. She I haven't seen her in show. anything. She, she got, I think she was she, in Playboy, and that was about it. Oh no, she was she on. in the Buffy? Was she in the Buffy spinoff series, which was Angel. she was Angel? There you yeah, go. she was, yeah. and that's where these allegations come from. Right, because uh, she was pregnant at the time, and he basically uh, abused her, and was like, "How dare you fucking ruin our show?" and made her feel guilty for falling pregnant, <laughs> and well, then sacked her whilst pregnant. Yeah. Um, you know, crazy notion. I know uh, in a supernatural fucking uh, kind of vampire show, uh-huh. it must be so hard to create a storyline where someone falls pregnant, you know, maybe impregnated by a vampire, yeah. maybe, you know. This is, crazy notion, I know. This is kind of like when people get upset if a model comes back like a little chunky after a holiday or something, right? Like say, yeah. she, say she comes back a little frumpy. Like that's, you know, mm. what I don't care. Eat whatever the fuck you want. But, you know, yeah. if you're in an industry where, you know, it's literally about your, like, that's not shaming. That's not body shaming. That your whole your whole job is to have your picture taken with less clothing on. So if the person who's hiring people to have their picture taken with less clothing on wants you to present a certain way, you know, it's like turning up to the office without having a shave. You know what I mean? It's like, that's your industry. That's what your job is. So, 
Although, like, if I think it's better if a producer can find a way to, you know, manage. You know, I'm always amazed how, like, they'll have pregnant actresses, but find a way to shoot it in a way where they hide it really well. And it's only, you know, how sometimes you're watching a show and you can only, oh, you go, oh, hang on a minute. Do you see that big fucking dress there? You can tell she's pregnant there. You know what I mean? It has been done before. Yeah. yeah, it's been done before. So I think it's good when they can do that. But at the same time, you know, if that's the crime, if that's the only crime, I do struggle to get upset about it because I'm like, well, that, it's show business. What do you expect? Like, he, maybe they can work around it, but if he wants to fire you, it's kind of like, well, you turned up pregnant. So, you know, like maybe he's within his, I don't know, maybe he's within his right because you need to look a certain way on the show, don't you? Depends what's in your contract. Right. But the, the important thing though, Damo, is you got to go and make fucking more of a story out of this, right? Yeah. Oh, so you got to go interview, you got to interview every other Buffy cast member. Mm-hmm. To find out, hey, Christmas said this. Not just lift. not just interview them, but leave like twenty fucking messages on their phone, twenty messages, definitely the voice bars, sending Facebook emails, messages, yeah. whatever it may be. You know, carry, <laughs> just carry harass them, harass them into making a comment. Comment, <laughs> and they reached out to Nicholas Brendan, who, who was in both both series. Who was in both Buffy and who was Nicholas Rock Brendan? Who was he? Was the kind of he was Xander? He was the kind of nerdy dude who oh, became. Yeah. Who, I yeah. forgot about that guy. See, there you go. Yeah. There you go, Nicholas. You were the most forgettable Buffy character. Isn't nice, that? Gary. Isn't that nice? Someone's got to be. Someone's got to be. I think we've lost Greeno. <laughs> Greeno's dipped out. He'll be back in a sec and he's going to go. And then we'll only hear the last word that he mentions. Greeno. <laughs> You know, we really do have a a wonderful arrangement here with technology and everything like that. We really are able to just transcend the tyranny of distance, Greeno and myself. And it's seamless, really, this show. The way this show is put together, it's absolutely seamless. You got can't tell. We've got you back. <laughs> that was one of the more awkward fucking dropouts that we've had so far. Only it goes <laughs> to that point that you just talked about where it just goes, and we catch back up. I yeah. heard yours, and then I never came back on air. So I'm like, I'll just connect or reconnect. We've got it down. Right. Uh, so Nicholas Brennan, they've reached out to him. He's got fucking nothing better to do. This dude hasn't had a job in a decade. So they're like, fucking, we'll call him. He's got stories to tell. Exactly. Uh, he's got been, stories to tell and he's probably been taking a, a you know quite the cocktail of pharmaceutical medicine for the last 10 years as well just trying to numb on. the pain he's ready to go he's going to be good for a comment i he's reckon nothing they, to do. you know they probably didn't have to harass him that much they probably just had to shake a pill bottle in front of him <laughs> he just, was like i'll Nicholas, tell you anything <laughs> i got you i got your goodies here i got your goodies <laughs> yeah they got him they got him into the studio by leaving like a trail like hansel and gretel <laughs> 100%. 100%. Ooh, Oxy. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> but Nicholas, though, he's, he's a man of his word. He understands he's got to protect the fucking source because he's mm. still got, uh, I forget what they call it when it's done on repeats on US television. Syndication. Syndication. He's still got syndication money coming from Buffy. So he doesn't want to fuck that up. So he's, he's gone. Look, uh, I'll, I'll, well, you got to Nick- pay for the pills, Greener. Exactly. Yeah. So Buffy the Vampire, this is the quote uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer star, Nicholas Brendan, you know, mm. star. Yep. Debatable. Yep. Uh, refuses to comment on Josh Whedon allegations. But why, Damo? Why? As he has undergone surgery for a paralyzed penis. Oh, yeah. 
So they, they, they called Nicholas and he's like, look, uh, you know, a bit busy at the moment. Big, big fucking things coming up. Like, Go, Nicholas, what do you got on? Big, well, big he, things coming up. Well, you know, yeah. pardon the pardon. This is, a, this is the quote from Nicholas Brennan. Now, so if a reporter calls, sometimes it's best to say, I've got no comment, right? Yeah. But Nicholas, he's got nothing better to do with his time. He's, his schedule is free. He's checked his calendar. He's like, look, 9 a.m. through to 5 p.m., freeze the bird. Let's have a chat with this reporter. Right. Um. He's got no agent anymore, so the agent can't school him to say, Nicholas, just shut your fucking he doesn't, mouth. He doesn't, hang on, hang on. He doesn't have an agent, Nicholas. I don't think he has an agent anymore. I'm so assuming- that's that's like the death knell for an actor, isn't it? But when you're yeah. when no agency wants you, then it's like, okay, you had a little career. You had like 10 years on two good shows, a good run. Let's hope mm-hmm. you save some money, put some money away, you know, and yeah. um, that's it for you. So thanks for playing Hollywood, you know. Thanks for being yeah. a TV star. But. Nah, Nicholas, come out with some golden quotes. Uh, and, and, and I quote Damo, hmm. if you don't mind, I'm going to get some spinal surgery tomorrow and heal and come up with a statement that represents me. So he's like, look, I've got a fucking spinal surgery. But like, Jesus, man, what's wrong with Nicholas? Like his back's fucked up. We better double check on him. Is he okay? Yep. He needs to make sure that his mind is clear after this back surgery. Yeah. Because he, you know why, Because he said- he's a professional. That's why. He's a professional. He knows what he's doing. And uh, to continue on with Nicholas's statement, turn into his battle with health. He explained he is. Nauseous and hung up after a recent injury that makes him always feel like shit. Oh no! Always no. feel like I've got a shit. He, he he always feels like he's got to take a shit. So he, he's he's had a he's had a rough trot at the moment. He's got a back injury. He feels like every minute of the day, got to take a dump. He yep. continued, in quotes, "My anus is kind of paralyzed, and so is my penis, which is weird. I got to sit down to piss because I don't know if I'm shitting or pissing." <laughs> End quote. Sometimes, Damo, it's better just to say no comment. (laughs) It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slurricane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? <laughs> you. Why do you have to ruin my evening? Like, I, I'm just going to just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show. And you, you got to, you just got to do that. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No! No! <laughs> Dude, Asian oh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs>
I hate you. And oh, I hate come on, you secretly animal. love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yeah, back on the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Now, Damo, earlier earlier on today, uh, I flicked you a little tweet, and it's not often that I find tweets that I find offensive. I'm pretty fucking open-minded, dude. Yep. I'm just kind of like, look, let's just... You know, anyone wants to put out an opinion out there, let it be. That's what social media is all about. Yeah. You're but an easy, you're an easy come, easy go kind of guy. Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to fucking ruffle feathers. I just want to kind of let people do what they want to do. Exactly. But this one fucking personally offended me mm-hmm. um, for the disgrace that it was. And sometimes people just touch a nerve. And mm. you know, some people don't deserve a shout out, Damo. Sometimes <laughs> people just want to celebrate. You know, you got the Nazis, you got the Ku Klux Klan, and then you got Buzz Rothfield. Um, <laughs> you know. This, some some just people should in, not be just all there in the same column, Greener. Same column, they mate. Same Sometimes line. people should not be celebrated. And I saw this from the Telegraph: forty-five years and counting from the Prime Minister to Peter Volandis to Ricky Stewart and John Coates. Yeah. Some of the biggest names in sports, Australian sports, help celebrate Buzz Rothfield's incredible milestone. Now, Damo, yep. how many times have you celebrated a forty-five-year anniversary? Uh never. 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 I've ne- have you ever heard of anyone celebrating a forty-five-year anniversary? Uh wedding. You know, married couples, perhaps. No, man, they wait for 50. They wait Once for you reach 40, uh, you don't fucking do 45. Oh, you go straight to 50. Oh, yeah. you got a good point, actually. Does that mean that they're going to sack him? <laughs> you got to get out early. Well, I think that may, because otherwise, why, if he was sure that he was going to be there till his 50th, why do this? You know what I mean? Ooh. Like, you know, if if he was sure he was going to be there for number 50 in the industry, yeah. Greeno, in the, um, in the, I, I believe some people call it print journalism, other people call it making shit up. Making shit up, yeah. <laughs> Making shit up about sports. It's up to you which you yeah. which you prefer. But the Grimm's know. fairy tale of sports media, really. <laughs> the choose your own adventure of yeah. sports journalism. Sports, yeah. yeah, you know, I, so a bloke about a bloke uh, heard overheard mm. a snippet of something that someone else said. That's right. Is leads to a story. Now, did, uh, did Paul Gallen bake the cake for him? Because that would have no been doubt. a nice touch. No, he deserves it. it. W- He's earned that. If it's the buzzards, it would have been like the they wouldn't have put cream frosting on the top. It would have been gouges over the top as the frosting to give Buzz the appropriate tribute for forty five years. <laughs> and he would have swallowed it whole. He wouldn't have spat it out the buzzard because he's, he's, he's licking lick his fingers clean, licking his fingers clean, making sure there's nothing under his nails. To so, make sure he gets so all that gallon jizz. So dumb. <laughs> Man, they fucking they created an article to, to celebrate forty five years of a hack right. who's been creating stories for forty five years. For Christ's sake! Mm. Um, so very, you were very disappointed by that. I was very disappointed by that. <laughs> yeah, David, let's, let's Congratulations, get to- <laughs> Phil Rothfield. 
Rothfield, enjoy your gallon jizz. You had a fucking, you've been sucking it down for 45 years. Already. Enjoy, enjoy your cream jizz cake, my man. <laughs> yeah, very much so. It's very Van Wilderish. Yeah. Ah, Damo, I got a tennis stat man for you. Straight in Apen's going hey. on at the moment. I'm a stat man. Uh, but Greeno, I, I ask you this. I ask yeah. you this, though, Greeno. If a tennis tournament occurs and nobody's there to watch it, does it really exist? It still exists, thankfully. And thankfully, Serena Williams is bundled out. She's gone. Ago. She's gone. Gone. Yep. Thank Christ. Because the, the love fests for, now, for this who's, oh. now, Serena Williams losing, whose fault was it? The linesman or a racist in the audience? <laughs> it was definitely someone's fault. Someone else's Serena fault. Serena doesn't lose, apparently. Every time. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a little bit sick. Like, don't get me wrong. As an, as an athlete, she's unbelievable. And I, I can't yeah. discredit that. But when people talk about how great she is for the game, you know, I, I cannot disagree more. Yeah, like, I don't, yeah, I don't the off the off court stuff is the off court stuff. I'm, like on court, it's undisputable how fucking good. Yeah, she oh is. yeah, on court, un- unbelievable. And but as still, soon as that still fucking really racket put down, yeah. still unbelievable. Yeah. But as soon as that racket's put down, she always has an excuse for losing. Yeah. And for me, that's not the sign of a great sportsman. No, and and you know, like the, the talent thing, wise, she's yeah. the best. And I think you'd probably we're agreeing with each other a lot tonight on tonight's show. I think you and I would agree that's on pretty. this. Maybe like correct me if I'm wrong, but. Um, that it's that kind of stuff that like makes us be like, nah, you know, not a fan. It's, it's yeah, that kind 100%. of shit and you know, whatever, whatever. No, I, I think, I think, it, I think if she showed a bit more humility, yeah. then we would have been, I think we'd be her biggest fans ever because as, like you said, on the court as an athlete, she's fucking second yeah. to none. Yeah. But the way that she can't handle losing always comes up with excuses. Yep. The heasy fit from a couple of years ago where she's like, I'm a, I'm a mother now. I'd never cheat. Yeah. Even though her coach was fucking talking to her, yep. obviously, and was recorded, mm-hmm. um, trying to blame, the like, yeah, use the fact she was a parent as an excuse, fucking weak, and never had respect yeah. for her since. And, and, Talent-wise, still amazing. And the, the off-court stuff I dislike and you dislike, but also, you know what else I dislike? It's the... It's the media and everybody telling us that we have to pretend like that dynamic isn't real. And you know, yeah, if, if you're you're like you're not allowed to come out and say, oh, I don't care much for Serena Williams, great player, but fucking, you know, bit of a brat, mm. bit of a brat off yeah. the court. And you you can't say that because it'll be like, Oh, you're disgusting. You hate women. You're a mm. racist. Like, so we I fucking detest that shit even more. You yeah, know what I mean? Double, like I, I double down on my hatred. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I openly say, no, fucker. No, I don't. Yeah. But great 100%. player. But it's, you know, there's a lot of that in sport. She's got a bit of the Schumachers about her. Like an amazing driver, cunt of a man. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it just happens. Look at look at the men's side of things. Novak Djokovic, fuckwit of a person, great tennis player. Yep. Yep. He's Simple no Rafa. He's no Rafa. He's no Fed Express greener. But yeah. I, see, I, I still can't get on Rafa. I, I don't know what it is about him. There's something I don't like about him, and I don't can't work it out. Maybe like because he's it. won most of his majors at the French. Yeah. Uh, but you can't you can't control that. What the dude's fucking been dominant for 15 years. Well, but remember, I don't know. Do you remember about that player back in the? Do you remember that player back in the 90s who only won at the French? He was oh fuck. He was a really good player. He was a good player, but he only like win French titles. Ah, uh, some European guy. Fuck, I can't remember yeah. the name. You you remember you'd remember the guy if you heard it. You know, if I you said his name, I would know it. But yeah, I think it starts with an M, but I can't place it. He mm. he had like a Russian sounding name. He might have been a Russian. I don't know. How many French Opens do you reckon he won? Oh, maybe four, four or five. Something. I reckon four. Right, let's let's have a look at French Open winners. Okay, cool. 
and see, see what it's got there. But yeah, I, can't, I don't know what it is about Rafa. Like he, he's been coached by his uncle. He's come up through the ranks. He, he hasn't done anything fucked up off the court. He seems like a nice dude. I don't know why I don't like him. Mm. Um, here we go. List of French Open in the nineties. Like I'm going to say, like mid nineties ish. All right, so let's go nineties. We've got no one really stands out. We have got Ivan Lindel in eighty six, Michael Chang in eighty nine, Jim Curia ninety one, ninety two. Brugueria in 94. Thomas Musta. That's that's the guy. Thomas Musta. Thomas Musta. He only won one French Open. Wow. Here. So that's what wow. I, I thought, but yeah, I thought he won more than that. Hang no, on. Are, he, there, are there other names there? Uh Yevgeny Kafelnikov. That, oh, is, Gustav, that, is that the guy I'm thinking he's of? He's only won one. Gustavo really? Kurt Gustavo Curtin won three. Right. Maybe that's who you're thinking okay. of. No, but did he win somewhere else? Uh, Gustavo Curtin, probably not. Gustavo Curtin won three French Opens. Carlos Moya won one. And then Dre. Fuck, remember and Carlos then, Moya? That fucking. He was great. Yeah, he was, he was a so good. Value. Yeah. Uh, and then it becomes Rafa, 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 Federer, Rafa, 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 Wawrinka, Djokovic, Rafa, 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 Rafa. He's fucking, he's unbelievable. Did, Pistol, <laughs> did Sampras ever win a French? Sampras. Never won a That's French That's right. Open. And he, he played tennis like until he was like 38 years old. And the thing that kept him going was he wanted to win the French Open once. French, because Andre Agassi won the Grand Slam. Yep. Uh, Sampras never did. Yeah. Because he never won the French but Open. That's Sampras, right. Sampras was world number one the whole time. You know what I mean? But yeah. he just couldn't win the French Open. He Did he make the final a couple of times and lose? Uh, let's have a look here. The Running thing, up. The thing on the Agassi, clay. Agassi. Peter Peter Corda, remember Peter Corda, yeah. Michael Chang, Michael Sitch. No, Pete Sampras never even made a final at the French. There you go. Because Sampras was like the perfect balance between precision and power. Like he wasn't yeah. just raw power like some of the other guys, and he wasn't like a light hitting, you know, um, what am I going to call it? like flair player like some of the other guys. He was the perfect balance between the two. But on the clay, yeah. he wasn't far. Like he, he wasn't you know, powerful. Well, he, he was, you know what I mean? He, he couldn't, he couldn't have an advantage because the clay slows the ball right down. Yeah. Spot on. So the finesse players would beat him, but on grass and on hard courts, Sampras, I still reckon Sampras at his best is like the best player that I've ever seen. Even though he didn't, he hasn't won as much as Federer and stuff like that. There was such, just something oh, about know, the man. way he played that was just amazing. Yeah. We used to, we used to love it as kids. Yeah. Uh, I guess he, again, Sampras, cunt of a man too. Those. Cunt of a man. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> remember, Doesn't like, matter. no, no, that's it. Like, that's it. He's got the Schumachers. He's got the fucking uh, yeah. Serena Williams. But for me, Federer, the best I've ever seen. Yeah. Because Federer could do it on all courts. Like, he lost, and like, he'd go, one, two, three, four. He's lost four French Open finals mm. as well, as well as winning one. Yeah. So he's got the Grand Slam. He's lost four. He did, he's done more than Sampras, and he's still going at fucking 38 years of age. Somewhere. Well, but Federer, um, Federer, something that Sampras could do that Federer couldn't, Greeno, Sampras was having regular sex with uh, Bridget Wilson. Is that her name? Bridget Wilson, spot on. That's, that's correct. So, so Federer, never, Federer never got that. He never did that. Yeah. So he loses. Good point. Good point. <laughs> However, uh, Andre Agassi had Brooke Shields. Does that put him ahead of Bridget Ooh, Wilson? It's, that's, that's a discussion for another time. Because that could that could, go, that could be a very long, detailed debate, depending. Yeah. Me, me and you were big Andre Agassi fans. We used to stay up in the middle of the night That's fucking right. watching Grand Slam finals, crashing your place. Because yep. you used to have a TV in your bedroom. So I was That's like, right. we'll crash at demos for the Grand Slam finals. Yeah, because it now, was on all know, night. 
I don't know. Andre Agassi uh, was runner-up in the 90 and 91 French Open and won it to get his Grand Slam back in 99. Oh, he had a, wow. almost a 10-year gap between when he fucking finished from his peak and still won the French Open. That's to, to right. That's Slam. right. He had a big lull in the middle of his career and, like, his best tennis when he was when he was, like, fucking 35. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, against uh, Andre Medvedev. Medvedev. He won in 1999. There, there we go. Well nice, Gary. Now we can get to the stat man that started this segment that we got distracted B. E. from. Sorry, B.E. in the chat. One more point. B.E. in the chat. Thomas Muster only ever won the French Open, no other titles. I think that's the player I was thinking of. I just thought that he won more. But I think that's the guy I was thinking of who was who was only competitive at the French Open, really. And then did fuck all everywhere Yeah, else. he was like yeah. quarterfinal player at best on every other surface. And Swedish off memory? And he had, yeah, and he had a really high ranking as well. Because yeah. he would only play on like um, clay court tournaments as well, while all well, of the other consistent guys, though. yeah, consistent. He would he'd win. Reach, he'd reach quarters of everywhere else, but would never come home with a big one. Right, like he was always like a top five player, but he would get mm. destroyed by top twenty players on every other surface. But then, while they were playing the grass court tournaments and the and the uh, hard court tournaments, he would just play clay court tournaments. And everyone said, everyone kept saying like his whole career it was bullshit that he was ranked so high because he would play in these other tournaments that the other players wouldn't play in and shit like that. You know what I mean? Mm. So I think that's the Smart. guy I was thinking of. Yeah, fucking oath. Play to your strengths. Built a multi-million dollar career. Yeah, Good on him. And he's a Grand Slam winner. So fuck you. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Good on him. Uh, speaking of earnings, Damo, tennis stat man. Let's hit the stat man button again. Yeah. I'm a stat man. Uh, Aslan Karatsev, who's made the semifinals here in the Australian Open, his ATP career earnings hmm. were six hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. Fucking not bad, biggies. Yeah, that's good. Do you know? I... Do you know? Do you know his earnings after he beat Medved uh, Dimitrov to make it to the semifinals? What's that? Eight hundred and fifty thousand for this tournament. <laughs> nice. Gary. So in one tournament, he's he's earned more than the rest of his whole career. Two hundred over two hundred thousand dollars more. So how long? How long's he been playing? Because you think oh six hundred thousand, yeah, that's great. But how long's he been playing for? He might be earning uh, like seventy grand a year. You know, only yeah, only a few years, not not too much. Like he, um, he's probably, he might be earning an average fucking blue collar wage playing tennis. <laughs> after he's but it brings me to my other point. Like fucking those people that were whinging, uh, uh, those tennis players, like oh how dare they put us in quarantine for fourteen days? Oh yeah, this dude, this dude just like well, the the guy that got knocked out in the first round. Of the Australian Open, got a hundred thousand dollars. You asked me to fucking stay in a hotel for uh for fourteen days, Fuck watch yeah. Netflix, and smash down some takeaway for fourteen days for a hundred k, dude. Count me in. No, count me scary. in. Exactly. So he's probably uh, had the best attitude, you know. So it's probably why he's winning. While everyone yeah. else is like, oh, disrupted fucking leading, can't train, blah blah blah. He's like, this is fucking great. I'm getting two hundred thousand this week. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. This? this is great. You got up to eight hundred. So fucking, this is like double money. Let's get um, some Uber Eats in this fucking bitch already. Yeah. <laughs> double down. Get some Guzmi Gomez. Fantastic. Uh, Damo, let's talk a little bit of hot stove because yeah. we're, we're fucking spring training's about to start, dude. The whole, the off season's almost finished. Wow. And. Fuck. So what we decided to do this week, we said, look, fucking it's all guns blazing. We, we, uh, I looked at the stove. I said, look, let's get four pots on there. We get four wow, of them. You're going the full four pot. Now, just last week, wanna... a hot stove, dude. Oh yeah. Well, I don't want to interrupt, but to go four pots at once, that's like, mm -hmm. you're talking expert level. Cause the pots are different sizes. You know, they're going to yeah. heat up at different times. You've got yeah. to monitor like the contents of each individual pot as mm -hmm. the water is boiling. There's a lot going on when you're four potting it. 
Oh, 100%, 100%. We've got, uh, and we've got lids on all of them as well, which yeah. fucking throws a different spanner in the work. We call, we call it the quad pot, Greeno. In it's the a quad pot, yeah. quad pot, lid pot. Yeah. Uh, we want to make sure that everything's kind of lidded, A lidded quad pot. A lidded quad pot. We don't fuck around here. <laughs> the final week of the hot stuff. We're going to make it's sure it. this fucking bitch is going hardcore. Yeah. Going to get it going. It's going to be a double boil. You leave know what it, I mean? leave everything out there on the hot plate, Greeno. I want the fucking, I want the... The, the froth spitting out of the pots. Yeah, you want the lid on. you want the lid clanging as yeah. it's bouncing around like yeah. I want the froth spitting out of the lids like a deep throat in a porn flick, dude. That's how fucking hot this stove is going to be. Uh, the good news is, Damo, with the four pots and the fucking porn froth, hmm. uh, we managed to get porn the stove froth. to a <laughs> the, the lidded quad pot with porn froth. <laughs> Nice, Gary. BE, can you BE, BE, can you please make make this note? Just write it down for me so we can remember this because this has to be introduced into Unity Day at some point. It's, it's the littered quad pot porn froth. Okay, that's gonna be our new central attraction at Unity Day twenty, probably twenty twenty two. You know. Maybe maybe we might even have to prepare for twenty twenty three, Greta. Let's get ahead of the head of the curve. Littered quad pot porn from. Because imagine what Dean Hutton's gonna do when he hears about the fucking four quad <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna have his own porn froth, Greta. <laughs> he's gonna be very excited, is Dean. Four pot littered porn froth. Like no. fuck. Dean's not gonna be able to handle this. No, he's, um he's just gonna but, start he's just gonna start whacking it right there and then as soon yeah. as you tell him. Tea with the cocktail, Franks. Yeah. Um, Damo. Yeah, stay <laughs> back, kids. You'll have your eye out. <laughs> Thankfully, the we got the desired effect from what was the four-pot littered porn froth. The littered, um, no, the littered quad-pot porn froth. Littered quad-pot porn froth. Thank yeah. you very much. There you go. Um, we got the biggest contract ever given to a player with only two years of service time. Okay. So this dude's so normally what happens is because you've got a player locked up. I'll explain a bit of backstory. Right. You got a player locked up for uh, I think it's six to seven years of service time uh-huh. once they're up in the major leagues. So people like oh, to so if that. you if you if you buy their contract to begin with, like to bring them into the majors, you own their ass for six or seven years before. Yeah, hundred percent. Can... Six or seven right. years they're of, of service there. time. They're stuck yeah, there. exactly. Right. Yeah, spot on. And they get uh, what's known as arbitration. So depending on how good they are, they can uh, they get a little bit more money year on year uh, during that period. Mm-hmm. So you know you're still not getting paid what your market value is, but you get a little bit more cash. But you have like um, KPIs and shit, and you know the longer sort of you stay, yeah. The more you basically got to go. Here's why I'm worth. I want twenty million. Here's here, and they're like, we'll give you ten, and they explain why they're standing give you ten, and they get arbitrated. Right. So this guy's only been in the league for two years, and normally that's like less than six figures that they get paid. It's kind of like chump change right. in the early years because, like, fuck this guy. He's like, even though he's an absolute superstar, we've got we're him for pay four him more years. Change. We've got him we've got for four him more for years. Four he can't years. leave. Fuck him. We'll pay him what we want. Right. Spot on. Yeah. Spot on. Uh, but San Diego Padres decided to go a different way. They're like, fuck it. Let's just lock him up right. because. We're going to pay this man and we're going to pay him good because we don't want him to leave in free agency in four years' time. Let's go nuts. Okay. They signed Fernando Tatis Jr. to a 14-year, $340 million contract extension. Nice, it's, this guy's only ever played in the major leagues technically for a year and a half because he was injured in his first year. Whoa. And the second year the second year was a COVID-impacted year. So this guy hasn't even played a whole season so, in the majors yeah, yet. He hasn't been tested against like a full season, like fucking nah. 
you know, 180 fucking pitches games of baseball. Him out. Yeah, pitches haven't worked him out yet. There's, he's still just fucking hitting dingers everywhere. 14 years, $340 million. Jeez. The third highest contract in the history of the game behind Mike Trout, who's the best player, and then Mookie Betts, who's the second best player. Wow. Because uh, we've been talking about, like, COVID era contracts and stuff and how it's changed mm-hmm. contract negotiation. A move like this is going to violently swing the needle that way because now a whole bunch of players, I was was about to say teams, but I don't think that'd be true. Correct me if I'm wrong. I reckon now a whole bunch of player managers are now going to be calling these teams going, hey, you saw that? How about a 10-year deal for my boy? How about a 12-year deal for my boy? You know what I mean? Like, get in now, lock him up now. Yeah, lock him up now. Toronto Blue Jays have got a whole bunch of young players that have only been in the majors for a couple of years great talents, yeah. I can see them doing similar things, going, let's lock up these three boys for the next, you know, what 10 a, years. What a financial fucking liability, though, to have that hanging over your head as a sports organisation. So, like, 14 years worth of payments we've got to make to this guy, mm-hmm. no matter if the season's fucking terrible and nobody shows yeah. up, if we don't play fucking any pennant games, if we don't make it any finals. It could be a dud for the next 14 years. Doesn't matter. He's getting $340 million. That's, yeah, that's, that. oh, that's fucking... You know, that's a lot, man. I don't know if I could ever, like, offer a player something like that. Fuck. That's why we refer to it as the lidded quad pot porn no, sauce. That's very well done. Very good. And after that, I don't even want to bother going through the rest of them. Okay. No, fair Sorry enough. About them. Fair enough. Yeah. The season's about to start, but fucking Tatis just blew the lid off the fucking pot. Uh, <laughs> all four of them, Greeno. All four of them at the same time. Right. Uh, we're going to wrap up the show, Damo, with a bit of NRL court dates because the season's about to start. Hey. Players are fucking up left, right, and center. And my God, did we get a good one this week, Damo? What you got? Uh, reports suggest that former NRL player Michael Leicher has been charged by police after a domestic altercation. Leicher faces charges of domestic assault, destroy, or property damage. Domestic assault sport. with the NRL? That's rare. And stalk, intimidate, intend fear into physical harm. Right. So. Okay, that's that's one thing. Now, once again, you're listening to going, what's a former NRL player? Mm. No, man, this is some fucking bold and the beautiful shit, right? Because ah, okay. what what has happened yeah. is Larch has woken up in the fucking middle of the night okay. and he's looked looked and to his left hand side. He's like, hey, my fiance normally sleeps there. Where the fuck's my fiance? They're about to get married in two weeks. <laughs> like, I then, think I think I have a sense of what's coming. <laughs> he's like, well, hang on a sec. I can hear the kids crying. What the fuck's going on? He wakes up. He checks on his kids. Yeah. He's like, well, where the fuck is fucking my fiance gone? She's, she hasn't gone out for the night. She's meant to be here. Yeah. He walks out to his front front driveway yeah. and sees inside the car in their driveway a former teammate allegedly fucking his fiance in the front seat of their car at five a.m. Oh, in, then, in his car. In his car. He oh. then proceeds. So let's go let's go back to the charges. He then proceeds to oh. smash the window smash the windows of the car, hence destroy and damage property. Right. Uh, but it's his car. He, it's his property. It's his car. Uh, it might have been the the former teammate's car. Ah, okay. Either way. Right. So he fucked up a car. Then he's then uh, assaulted, I, I'm assuming, allegedly, both his partner and the dude that was fucking his, his uh, fiancé yeah. in said car at five in the morning. Jesus. Now, and then has been arrested. Now, to make matters worse, the man that was uh, in the car... This is with... bold and the beautiful shit. This is incredible. No, no, no. It, get, it gets better, Damo. Okay. To make matters worse, the man that was in the car fucking his uh, fiancé that about to get married in two weeks yeah. was his best man. Oh, <laughs> I thought this shit only happened in Penthouse Forum. It does not, Damo. 
And then this is the same dude that was busted uh, a couple of years ago. They had his dick out up on the, the pub thing on Mad Monday for the Bulldogs. Right. The exact same dude was the one that was banging this girl. Guys, Beyonce. This is a Wayne Crazy. Carey. This is a Wayne Carey scenario all over again, Greeno. Oh, a little bit different because they were on the same team at the time, weren't they? Yeah, they were. These, these yeah. former teammates. Well, that was but captain. The what? Wayne Carey one was captain and vice captain. So the captain Ooh. was at a party at the vice captain's house, and they he got caught fucking the vice captain's wife. Yeah, in his home, in his house yeah. during a party. That's what I was going to say. Like, how about the fucking brazenness of this chick? So what? Oh. She's asleep like next to him. She sneaks out in the middle of the night and then only sneaks out to the fucking driveway. What an idiot! Like yeah. if you're gonna go Organize that fast, good, good drive around the corner. Yeah, <laughs> get out of eye shot of your. That's insane. So she's woken up in the middle of the night. Oh, he's asleep. He went. Wow, that's full on, man. Mm. Fuck that. Yeah, we're off season demo. Yeah. It's a thing of beauty. Absolutely fantastic, <laughs> Well done. I got nothing left, sir. What a court uh, day. Plugs. Can we talk uh, quickly before we do plugs? Uh, Joy of Pessy's uh, mm. uh, emoji on on Discord. Okay. Is that Iron Chef? I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I can't see it. I can't see it here. I oh, no, that's, no, that's that's Ken posting, Greeno. Oh, okay. That's Ken posting. Um, there you go. <laughs> you, you, there's, a whole, there's a whole thing. I can't get into it. Uh, there's oh. this, this, guy, this guy in some bad movies that the Joy of Pessy Joy Boys watch who they've now, yeah. they've immortalized in, in Joy of Pessy lore, Greeno. It's one of those oh, things. Okay. It's one of those things. It's like you know, you're better off just not asking. <laughs> there you go. You just don't want to know. Uh, oh, sorry, Greeno. B, sorry, B's just pointed out uh, the reason that uh, Adam Elliot was at this dude's house. It was their housewarming party. Oh, they, they, they decided to kick on afterwards. Wow. In the front, in the front yard. In the front yard. There you go, Greeno. Fantastic court dates. That's one of my. That's I reckon that's one of the favorite court dates I've heard on this program. We've been doing a lot of them. There's there's been hundreds of them over the years, Greeno. That's got to be one of the top ones. No doubt. Absolutely sensational. Follow Greeno at the starting block on Twitter, by the way, guys, uh, at the starting block, one word, drop the K at the end. Follow me at Boogie Bumper. Uh, I'll be back later tonight with another episode of Daily Boogie. Uh, Follow Irrational Times too, uh, dlive.tv slash Irrational Times, because I'll be on there with Winning TV doing a little game show action, Greeno. Chatterboot. I saw that. It's the battle of the sexes, isn't it? Battle of the sexes, chicks versus the dicks, Greeno. Yeah, very good. That's yeah. uh, Coffee Talk with Sandra. And who else is up against you? Uh, Doc from the Speakeasy. Doc there we Hull. go. So myself and Phil, uh, we're dedicated to absolutely eviscerating these women like brave trans athletes, <laughs> Greeno. What's we're, the contest? I'm, uh, I'm confused. Well, you, you get a topic, you get a topic, and then you have to like make conversation and mention facts about it. Like you have to okay. say certain words. And if you say the words that are written on the card, like just say, for example, somebody like if we're playing Chatterboot, I'll say, mm-hmm. okay, Michael, chat about Michael Jordan. And you'll say, oh, Michael mm-hmm. Jordan was a basketball player. He played for the Chicago Bulls. He won six NBA titles. Um, he, you know, played baseball for a while. He was a gambling fucking addict, da, 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 da. And you might get five points if those five things are written on the card. Okay. So that's the game, Chatterboo. So that'll be directly after Daily Boogie tomorrow night. Uh, tonight, I mean, later on tonight. So, uh, who else? B, uh, Granny Sears, just follow all around. You know who our friends are. Just follow them. Follow follow them all. Follow them all. They're all good people. That's it. That's out. We're done. See you guys next week. Bye. 
We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth? Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise sensor, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to The Starting Block on TAVshow.com. 